Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Judges chapter 3. These are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not experienced any of the wars in Canaan. He did this only to teach warfare to the descendants of the Israelites who had not had previous battle experience. The five rulers of the Philistines, all the Canaanites, the Sidonians, and the Hivites living in the Lebanon mountains from Mount Baal Hermon to Labo Hamath. They were left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey the Lord's commands, which he had given their ancestors through Moses. The Israelites lived among the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. They took their daughters in marriage and gave their own daughters to their sons and served their gods. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They forgot the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Asherahs. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel so that he sold them into the hands of Cushan Rishathim, king of Aram Neharim, to whom the Israelites were subject for eight years. But when they cried out to the Lord, he raised up for them a deliverer, Othanel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, who saved them. The Spirit of the Lord came on him so that he became Israel's judge and went to war. The Lord gave the king of Aram into the hands of Othanel, who overpowered him. So the land had peace for forty years, until Othanel, son of Kenaz, died. Again the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And because they did this evil, the Lord gave Eglon, king of Moab, power over Israel. Getting the Ammonites and the Amalekites to join him, Eglon came and attacked Israel. And they took possession of the city of Palms. The Israelites were subject to Eglon, king of Moab, for 18 years. Again, the Israelites cried out to the Lord, and he gave them a deliverer, Ehud, a left-handed man, the son of Gera, the Benjamite. The Israelites sent him with tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Ehud had made a double-edged sword about a cubit long, which he strapped to his thigh under his clothing. He presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab, who was a very fat man. After Ehud had presented the tribute, he sent on their way those who had carried it. But on reaching the stone images near Gilgal, he himself went back to Eglon and said, Your Majesty, I have a secret message for you. The king said to his attendants, Leave us, and they all left. Ehud then approached him, while he was sitting alone in the upper room of his palace, and said, I have a message from God for you. As the king arose from his seat, Ehud reached with his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh, and plunged it into the king's belly. Even the handle sank in after the blade, and his bowels discharged. Ehud did not pull the sword out, and the fat closed in over it. Then Ehud went out on the porch, he shut the doors of the upper room behind him, and locked them. After he had gone, the servants came and found the doors of the upper room locked. They said, He must be relieving himself in the inner room of the palace. They waited to the point of embarrassment, but when he did not open the doors of the room, they took a key and unlocked it. There they saw their Lord had fallen to the floor dead. While they waited, Ehud got away. 
he passed by the stone images and escaped to Sarah. When he arrived there, he blew a trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites went down with him from the hills, with him leading them. Follow me, he ordered, for the Lord has given Moab, your enemy, into your hands. So they followed him down and took possession of the fords of the Jordan that led to Moab. They allowed no one to cross over. At that time, they struck down about 10,000 Moabites, all vigorous and strong, not one escaped. That day, Moab was made subject to Israel, and the land had peace for 80 years. After Ehud came Samgar, son of Anath, who struck down 600 Philistines with an ox goad. He, too, saved Israel. So we have some narrative of uh, the first few judges of Israel. But first, in verse 1, it says, these are the nations the Lord left behind to test the Israelites. And so what's this testing all about? Well, there was quite a few of them who had not experienced um, the deliverance from Egypt. They hadn't experienced the wars firsthand in coming to the promised land. And they needed to learn how to fight. They needed to learn how to trust God. They needed to learn how to obey God. And so there were nations left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey the Lord's commands. And um, sadly, they fell short repeatedly. But these nations were part of the plan of heaven. These um, opponents were part of the plan of heaven to uh, raise up sons and daughters who were able to fight and who were able to believe their God for his highest and best. So the first judge was this Othanel. He was raised up. In verse 10, we read, The Spirit of the Lord came on him, so that he became Israel's judge and went to war. Now, this is, of course, the Holy Spirit came on this Othanel as the first judge. The Lord, uh, the anointing, if you will, is the Spirit. And so every oil uh, that is used for anointing in the Scriptures for priests and kings and leaders is representative of the Holy Spirit. Here, the person of the Holy Spirit anointed Othanel to judge Israel, and he went out to war. And so the Lord gave the king of Aram into the hands of Othanel, and the land had peace for 40 years until Othanel, the son of Kenaz, died. Now this cycle, many of these kings would go to war, and they would conquer Israel's enemies, and then there would be a 40-year cycle of peace, sometimes only a few years, uh, but generally 40 years, and sometimes more than 40, like 80. The next king, uh, this Ehud, the second judge of Israel, his efforts resulted in 80 years of peace. In verse 14, the Israelites were subject to Eglon, the king of Moab, for 18 years. And so the Israelites cried out to the Lord. He gave them a deliverer, a judge, Ehud. This man was raised up, and uh, he went in and, and slew the king of Moab and led the armies of Israel against the Moabites and deposed them. And then verse 30 says, that day Moab was made subject to Israel and the land had peace for 80 years. So this guy's victory was so substantive, it resulted in 80 years of peace. There's a, the last verse mentions, um, after Ehud came Shamgar, son of Anath, who struck down 600 Philistines with an ox goad. He too saved Israel. So this Shamgar was a short-lived judge. Not much is written about him, but he is indeed uh, the third judge of Israel. So Lord, we recognize that in our own lives, sometimes uh, you allow situations to test us, to see if we will serve you and obey you, Lord, and um, uh, not fight literally, but fight spiritually for the promises that you've given us. 
Lord, raise up a generation obedient to your commands. Raise up a generation that um, is able to follow you for your highest and best. And Lord, bring peace to our land, not just for 40 years, not just for 80 years, but Lord, bring peace to our land continually and renew our faith and our commitment to you continually until Jesus comes. We pray in his name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.